Are you ready to take full control of your physical, emotional, and spiritual health? Are you ready to experience great success in your life? Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. will teach you the tools and strategies to help you take control of your health and inspire you to live your best life. Now here is your host, Dr. Diane A. Thompson, M.D. If you are just joining us, you are listening to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. And my guest today is Erica Goodridge, and uh, she is... A very successful author. Her book, by the way, is called Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life. She is also a motivational speaker and an accountability coach. And uh, in part one of our interview, Erica talked about the meaning of mindset and why mindset is so important as you are getting on that road to becoming you, who you're supposed to be. And she talked about how the inner me, uh, can affect you, not the enemy. I learned that, the inner me, and, and how important it is, yeah, to take responsibility for your life. Now, before we go on further, Erica, one of the things uh, we talked about, and I found it so interesting, is that um, you are a minister, but tell me how you describe yourself, because I haven't heard that before. <laughs> I say I am a minister without walls. I do not get caught up into the conformity of um, Christianity, my ministry is without walls. So if I have a friend that calls and says, hey, Erica, can you come and pray for my mom? I'm there. If someone says, Erica, we're having a women's event, you know, do you think you can come and do a workshop for the women? Absolutely, I'm there. I just, I need to be free in who I am in God and in doing his work. So the ministry is called Warrior Women for God, and we are a ministry that is without walls. We have our blog talk radio on Thursdays for Bible study. We do an intercessory prayer call on Monday nights at 8 p.m. because we're doing it without walls. We don't need for, you know, someone to tell us how we need to be ministers for God. We are doing what God has called us to do without all of the conformity. So we are without walls going into the nations to to preach the gospel. And I really think that's beautiful because, you know, there are many people who no longer uh, go to church the traditional way. Um, They're not in church every Sunday. And yet they still want to have a relationship with God. They want that spirituality, but they don't necessarily want it, as you said, confined in the way spirituality and Christianity has been packaged. So I think it's wonderful that you're able to still share your spiritual and your Christian beliefs. But again, it is not, you know, in a box. And if if someone can't fit in that box, then they can't get some of what you have to offer. So I think that's that's a wonderful thing. Now, as I said, we were talking about um, basically how we make that mindset shift. And in part one, we really talked more about looking inside, taking personal responsibility, that things start with us. Now, you know, there are many people out there, they are doing their nine to fives, and I've met many of them. You see them post on social media, it's hump day, and uh, thank God it's Friday, and, um, you know, Mondays, as a friend of mine said, not another Monday. And so they really hate what they do. They, they're they not passionate about 
passionate about their work or their lives or they really have so much trouble with finding their passion, unlocking their passion, and even identifying their passion. Because I've actually had that where people would say, and even in the beginning when I was still trying to figure out where I wanted to go with my life, I used to think to myself, if only I could figure out what it is I wanted to do, I would do it so well. So for those out there who are living these passionless life, who are searching for their passion, they're even having trouble identifying their passion. What are some steps that you would suggest to help them as they're on this road? So the first thing I would tell a person to do is to really sit down and think about that thing that gets you going. And the thing that gets you going is what is that thing that you would do if you knew that you really could not fail, what is it? Because whatever that thing is, whatever your mojo is that you've hidden and allowed people to bury because of situations and circumstances and beliefs, that's what you need to tap into. Um, I do meet a lot of people who really just do not, they're just so not happy and they just don't think that things will happen for them. But when you get around people, other positive people who understand where you are and they can tap into activation in your life, then your life will soar to a totally different level. So when you are in that moment of, you know, mm, I don't know, I really can, I'm just stuck, it'll never happen to me, for me, no, 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 no. You really have to sit down and you have to take out that pen and that piece of paper and think about things that you did when you were a child. Because, you know, when I used to think about what is it that I'm really passionate about, I could remember having a Bible in my hand when I was about eight or nine years old, and I would preach to the um, the college students that had to walk past my house to go down to, the, um, to Morgan State. And so, you know, I always knew. I was in class in school. I was always talking. I was always getting trouble for talking. My deficiency notices said, will not stop talking. My report card, conduct interferes with learning. But the conduct was the fact that I just enjoyed talking. It was just what got me going. And so as an adult, I learned to embrace what it was, even as a child, that I really enjoyed. And that's how you really understand what it is that you're passionate about. And you have to understand that when you go after your passion, do not, please turn off the noise, because people are going to say things like, oh, girl, you can't do that. Really? You better stay on that job and stay secure. No, no, and more no's. I'm not telling you to go out and quit your job, but what I am telling you to do is to find a way to be creative, to go after what it is that you're passionate about, and then when you begin to replace your income on your job, then you're going to say bye-bye to your job. But if you don't take the first step, you'll never go anywhere. And that it can't just be a thought. You have to say, you know what, I believe in myself. I believe in my future. I believe in what it is that I'm destined to do. And then you have to plan what is it that what is that end result that you want to get to? What what would it look like if it was if it showed up right now today? And then that's the thing that you say, okay, let me figure out 
how do I map this out for my life? And go after it. Go after it like it was oxygen and you needed it to breathe. Do you want to learn how to live a healthy, happy, and inspired life? Then listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. Thursdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Atlanta's Incredible Radio, 1570 AM WIGO. Listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. for tools and strategies to live a healthy, happy, and successful life. For details, go to drdianethompson.com. That's drdianethompson.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Thompson. That is um, amazing advice. And, you know, you mentioned blocking out the noise. And I will say I, I totally relate to that. I now know the people in my family, and there are very few. There are very few. Uh, the majority of my family members are very supportive. If I say I'm going to fly, they say, go ahead, girl. We know you can do it. But there are one or two who will tell me if I'm going to do a thing, they'll tell me of 10 reasons why it's going to fail. They'll tell me of 10 people who did the same thing and fail, and they'll even have those people call me up. And I know them well, so I know how to deal with them, and they just learn about the thing after it's accomplished. I don't give them a chance to talk me out of my dreams. And so people who are listening to us, you know who those people are who will really try to talk you out of things and sometimes it's not that they mean you any harm, you know. Sometimes it's really they're looking at things from a limited view. This is how they see themselves. So they can't see you any better, right? So you, as Erica said, block out the noise. Now, one of the things you said, Erica, is to, you know, in looking for your passion, look at what you enjoy. But then, you know, so I have to play devil's advocate because there are people out there who really enjoy singing, but it's not that they're great at it. So do you say don't pursue it? Like if someone is thinking this way that, you know, maybe singing is what I want to do, but, you know, maybe they don't have the talent. Do you say uh, continue after it or go in a different direction? What would you say if, if someone came to you searching for their passion and, and struggling with it because they like one thing and maybe they're not good at that thing? Okay, what would be my advice for that person? If I would ask them, if they had no other options, would they be singing? If nothing was left with their voice but their voice, would they be singing? And if the answer was yes, then I would tell them to absolutely go after it. Then that means that if your desire is and your passion is to sing and to change lives through voice and through music, then you have to understand the steps that it takes. So, of course, when you talk about being um, about singing, that's something that just doesn't happen overnight. So you may need to go and get a voice coach. You may need to go and listen to other people. I heard something about Nat King Cole the other day when he was um, doing a show and how his voice was discovered was that he was playing the piano and he showed up to do just that, to play the piano. And um, the person that was supposed to sing didn't show up. And so the owner said, no singing, no money. You're not going to get paid. And that was the day that Nat King Cole started to sing. 
So if, if it's something that you really want to do, you have to position yourself and put yourself around people who understand that industry and who can help guide and lead you among, along the way. You can't say, oh, I want to sing. That's something I'm really passionate about, and no one hears you beyond the shower. That's not – it's never going to happen for you. Do the things that people – people have gotten discovered in singing by doing simple things. They record themselves. They make a YouTube channel. They have all these videos of themselves. They put it on – post it on so many different media outlets. And before you know it, people have taken off just by that because somebody has heard that voice and said, oh, my, you know what? I need a background singer, and let me let me call this person. Oh, wow, that person's voice sounds like it would be awesome for this stage show. But if you don't really put in the work to put yourself out there and to really go after it like it's your oxygen, it's not going to happen for you. It will just be a mere thought. You can do whatever it is that you are passionate about doing. I think about the young lady that went on – um, that the show, um, the star show where you get to sing, and they looked at her, and from her appearance, they just knew that she shouldn't be there. But when she opened her mouth, everybody, I'm sure everybody cringed because I did too. So it's just like, you know, no one knows the voice inside until you allow it to come out. Wonderful. So Erica says, look at what you enjoy, block out the noise, do the work or take action and put yourself around people who are supportive and go after it like oxygen. I love that. Now, Erica, you know, you, you talk about this inner circle. You mention it in your book as well. And you, you actually alluded to it on part one of the interview. And so I wonder if you can share with us again, what is this inner circle and why is it important to your success? Your inner circle is, is just, it's again, it's a part of your oxygen because if you are around people who are not functioning at a high level, who are not feeding into your life and helping you to grow, then you're going to hit your ceiling and you're not going to go beyond that. But if you are around movers and shakers and people who have goals and dreams and they are everybody in that circle is going after what it is that they really want to do, then can you just imagine how that's going to play out in your life? It's going to keep you on your toes because, one, you're going to have people to be accountable for. But if your friends are always calling you with problems and issues and, and just filtrating your inner space with that negative energy, you've got to cut it off. You've got to get out there and you have to start networking and you have to start finding where are those circles where people are doing things in their life. Because once you get around go-getters and people who are really um, goal-oriented and they're going after their dreams, you're going to have no other choice but to do the same thing. It's, it's going to feed you. It helps to keep your energy level up versus always draining from you and people always wanting something for you or you have friends who the only thing they want to do is go get retail, have retail therapy days. It, it, it's No, you have to get around that group of individuals who will help to feed your life and who you can feed into their life as well. You know, I heard that saying that, if you hang around five broke people, you're going to be number six. 
So you have to ensure that your inner circle is a circle of growth and development. Absolutely. And I've also heard, too, that if you are the smartest person in your group, you need to find another you need a group. group. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that so one. True, so true. Do you want to learn how to live a healthy, happy, and inspired life? Then listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. Thursdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Atlanta's Incredible Radio, 1570 a.m. WIGO. Listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. for tools and strategies to live a healthy, happy, and successful life. For details, go to drdianethompson.com. That's drdianethompson.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Dr. Diane A. Thompson. All right. Now, you know, so we do have people who are, uh, I call it the valley experience. They're people who are feeling downtrodden right now. They're going through stuff. So here we are talking about going after your passion. And for them, they're, they're still in that place, that low place, that they just seem like they can't even find a way out. And so going after their passion, they, they can't even imagine that. So for those people, those people who are having that valley experience, who are going through tough times right now, and we, we do see it around us a lot, and you wish you could reach in and help them. And so what, what would you suggest to this person who, you know, maybe they've been knocked down the seventh time and they're not able to get up? What, what do you say to them? How do you help them get out of this experience so that they can move to the next level of going after their, their passion? One thing that I say is my favorite saying is that if you feel like your back is against the wall, the only way you can move is forward. So you have to take that first step and start moving forward and don't look back. But the valley experience is when you get into that place of lowness, you have to ask yourself, what is it that I really am supposed to learn while I'm here? Because the valley experience is not something where you have to stay forever. It's simply a place of learning. It can be a place of development. We've all been there. Even people who are highly successful that you look at and you think, oh, my God, they have everything. No, 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 no. They don't have too much. They just have a mindset that says, okay, I'm here. What is it that I'm supposed to learn while I'm here? And then they learn to keep moving. So the value experience is not always something that's a bad thing. It's something that can be a growth time in your life. So when you've dealt with hurt and you've dealt with pain, then one thing that you have to do is learn to let it go. You have to. You cannot continue to bathe in those feelings of negativity and just being unhappy. And if you don't make a decision to get out of the valley, then it doesn't matter what you listen to. It doesn't matter who you talk to, how many counselors you go see, how many psychiatrists you talk to. It's not going to change for you. You have to make the decision to change. You have to make the decision to say, you know what, I understand that my my present circumstances are the way they are, but. I'm going to make a plan, and I'm going to get out of the valley. Do not allow the valley to consume you, because if you if you stay there, if you don't begin to look at 
um, ways of being victorious and ways of persevering through it, then it will consume you. And for many, the consumption has ended in suicide or the consumption of the Valley experience has ended in someone having to take a whole bunch of medication or getting addicted to drugs and alcohol because they don't see anything beyond the valley. But you can get out of the valley. You have to make the decision to get out of the valley. And once you say to yourself, you know what, I understand that the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want, I'm going to get up out of this valley because he holds me in his arms and I am good. I can move forward. I know I might take a couple more hits in life, but it's not the end of life. And and one thing that we definitely have to do is stop putting periods where God only meant for a comma to go because he just, you know, puts a comma there for us to pause, for us to take a breath. He didn't say to cut the whole thing off to stop breathing. So that's something else that we have to really look at. You know, is it time, is this just a calmer period in my life? Is this just a time where I need to just sit down and and reboot? You know, it's just like the computer. When your computer is on forever and it just keeps going and going and going and running and running and running, even it shuts down and it needs to reboot. So that's the same thing with our lives and when we're in the Valley experience. You just have to reboot your life. Do you want to learn how to live a healthy, happy, and inspired life? Then listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. Thursdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Atlanta's Incredible Radio, 1570 AM WIGO. Wow. Uh, and, you know, you, you touched on something there that, and I have had to learn this over the years too, that sometimes when we have bad experiences, we focus so much on the bad experience that we miss the lesson. So, you know, it's that reminder that I remind myself from time to time that some of our greatest lessons will come from some of our worst experiences. If I'm going through something, I'm definitely, I'm like, I am not going through this without learning something from it. So you are so right about it. And as you said, and I've not heard this before, I think this is great. Stop putting a period where God only put a comma, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good one. Now you mentioned letting it go, right? You you said, and I, I have to touch on it because I've often said, and I've heard other people say it too, that it's so much easier to say than to actually do. So again, for these people who are struggling or going through whatever, um, whether it's abuse or uh, unemployment or low self-esteem or, you know, whatever they're going through, someone hurt them. And we often say, just let it go. And honestly, I always think it's so much easier to say, how does someone let it go? Because it's not something that just passively happens. You have to actively do it. So what, what, what is it that you do to let it go so that many of these people can set themselves free? The first thing you really have to do is make a decision to let it go. Everything starts with a decision. And when you make that decision, you have to have that definite purpose in your mind that says, I'm letting this go, I am moving forward. Because if not, that thing will continue to control you for the rest of your life. And one way of letting it go is to stand in front of the mirror and look at yourself. Tell yourself things that you appreciate about who you are. Tell yourself that you forgive yourself for all the hurt and the pain that anyone has 
ever um, put on put on your life and that you've had to experience, whatever it is, start with the mirror first. Look yourself in the mirror. It's a painful thing. You're going to cry like a baby, but I'm telling you, it really works. And you can write a letter to the person who hurt you. Write that letter and get it out. Write a letter and, but you know, write that letter of anger or of frustration, whatever it is, and get it all out. Then put the letter to, to burn. Put it in the trash and let it go. Like, it's almost as if you can just release it. So many times we hold on to so many of those things, which is what eats us up inside. But when I say let it go, you can either write a letter you can, you know, look, you definitely look yourself in the mirror and say, I forgive you for it all. I love who you are. I love the person that you are. I appreciate you for just waking up every day, whatever it is. And then once you get to that point of being able to forgive yourself first and looking at yourself in that mirror and saying, today I'm, I'm making a conscious decision to let it go, and to move on in my life. This will no longer hold me captive, nor will it keep me at a place where I cannot move forward. And that's really how you let it go. And then you have to listen to positive things. You know, you have to feed your mind. People are walking every day and they're starving their minds. If you know you're in a place where it's a wavering place or it's a place that's not good. You have to go, either go to Blog Talk, go to YouTube, find those people who are on there. You can do mindset. You can look up encouragement, whatever it is. Find those people who are teaching and talking on those subjects and begin to feed your mind with that so that you, the shift is not as difficult as if you were doing it by yourself. Wonderful. We're going to take a short break for our sponsors. And when we come back, Erica is going to talk about something that I saw in her book. And I find it to be such an interesting thing to do. And that's the whole idea of reintroducing yourself. So we'll learn what that means and why you should be doing it. Uh, So we'll be right back. Do you want to learn how to live a healthy, happy and inspired life? Then listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. Thursdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Atlanta's Incredible Radio, 1570 AM WIGO. Dr. Diane A. Thompson is a physician, writer, speaker, and radio host of the popular syndicated show, Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. You may also listen to her live on Atlanta Broadcasting Network, 1570 AM WIGO. Contact Dr. Diane A. Thompson, go to her website and sign up for updates at drdianethompson.com. That's drdianethompson.com. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Thompson. Now back to our show. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Health Talk with Dr. Diane MD, and my guest is the wonderful, the inspirational Ms. Erica Goodrich, and she is the author of the book, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life. And whenever I listen to her speak, she's been on the show before, it is always, she's filled with so much nuggets. I mean, you walk away feeling so inspired and having new tools and strategies for changing how you approach your life and and making that mindset shift. And Erica gave us a lot of uh, suggestions before the break. But Erica, there's this concept I saw in your book, 
And I, I just think it's a very interesting one. And I think for people who are going through things and perhaps now they are emerging and going in a new direction, you talk about this idea of reintroducing yourself. So tell us what that means and tell us why it's important to do. Reintroducing yourself means that you reintroduce yourself to people who knew you from the past because a lot of times people have a habit of holding you to your past. They hold you to the things that you used to do, and they want to stay focused on who you used to be. But it's, it's, you have to say, you know what, I'm not that person anymore. I'm not who I used to be. I may not be all that I desire to be, but I am not who I used to be. So you get that air of confidence about yourself, and you just so sweetly reintroduce to people who you are now. And then you just hold true to who you are and begin to make things happen in your life. You know, you can put a poster up of yourself and say who I am now. This is who Erica is. This is who Diane is now, not who I used to be, because People will definitely, they will hold you to the things that you used to do. And, you know, you've let them go and they haven't let them go. But you know what? When you've let them go, you just don't worry about it anymore. You re and write a reintroduction of who you are. Write it down. Write it to yourself. And then, you know, walk in that. I say I'm a millionaire in the making. So I walk like a millionaire. I talk like a millionaire. I think like a millionaire. I study like a millionaire. So the same thing goes with anyone when you want to do, when you've changed and you say, I am going to be, I'm going after my passion. I'm going after my purpose. I'm going after what that thing is that God has designed for me in my life then guess what? You go after that thing, and then you let other people know that they, listen, it doesn't matter. That's the old me. You just start laughing like, really? You still remember that person? Oh, well, let me tell you who I am now. Let me tell you who Erica is at this point in time. And you just let them know so kindly, so sweet. You don't have to be arrogant with it, but you do have to reintroduce yourself to people because if not, Trust and believe they will hold you to what you used to be. It doesn't matter how much you want to change or how much you think, you know, you tell them. They can even see you doing things differently, and it doesn't matter. They will continue to hold you to what it is that you used to be. So you have to reintroduce yourself to yourself first, and then once you do that, you reintroduce yourself to the world. And you're right. People do, uh, if you let them, they will judge you by who you were and not really who you are right now. Did you find that you had to do that for yourself, Erica? Oh, absolutely. Especially, so here's the craziest thing, and this is just a, a minor one. But um, when I first started teaching um, in education, and I would be, I would see people that I went to school with, and they were like, oh, my God, you're teaching? You are so, you used to be so bad. And I would be like, listen, <laughs> I'd be like, listen, that was the Erica then. I am grown up. This is who I am now. Don't think about the kid, Erica. The kid, Erica, is past and gone. This is Erica, the educator, Erica, the person who is, 
you know, going on to do better things in her life, and then people would start laughing, but it really is, you know, it, it, it's the truth now. But, yeah, I, you do have to reintroduce yourself because if not, they will continue to hold you to who you used to be. All right. And so, Erica, for a final question of the week, I love to leave my listeners with something that they can implement right away. And so we're talking about mindset shift. And I would ask you, what is the first and most important step that anyone who's listening in today who's like, you know, this is the direction I'm going with my life and I really want to change that. What's the first and most important step you would share with them? To make the decision and stick to it. Don't waver in your decision to change. Don't don't waver in your decision to go after your passion because if you don't make a decision and stick to your decision, you won't, you're not going to go anywhere. When we decide to do what it is that we really want to do, we're going to do it. When we decide to change our eating habits, we don't think about it, we actually do it, but we do it because we made the decision to do it. So once you really make a it's just like when you go out and buy a car, you make a decision decision to go and purchase that car. You don't just, you think about it, but once you make the decision that you're going to get that vehicle, you go and do it. So everything in life starts with a decision, and that's inclusive of us, you know, making changes in our lives and going after the things that we really want to do. All right, so make that decision. My guest has been Erica Goodridge, and her book is called Change Your Change your mindset, change your life. Erica, how can our listeners get a hold of you? Uh, my website is cleartraininginstitute.com. Again, that's cleartraininginstitute.com. I am on Facebook, author Erica Goodridge. I am on Twitter, same thing, author Erica Goodridge. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, author Erica Goodridge. And. <laughs> I think those are all my social media outlets. And there goes a good example about branding. Right, if you just Google Author Erica Goodridge, I'll come up. That is wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank uh, you. I do encourage listeners to go out and get a copy of that book. It has a lot of great nuggets in there. And, of course, as I tell you every week, your health is your wealth. And I don't believe that health is just physical. I think it, it really includes every aspect of your life, including your mindset. And that's why we have Erica on today. So do something healthy for yourself this week. Until next time, everyone. Thanks again, Erica. You're welcome. All right, take care. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. on 1570 AM WIGO. Please tune in every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the best in inspirational health information. If you have missed any part of this broadcast, would like to find out more about Dr. Diane A. Thompson, or would like to receive her ebook on stress, please go to drdianethompson.com. That's drdianethompson.com. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Thompson. Remember, your health is your wealth, so do something healthy for yourself. Have a great evening.